0: Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne.
1: Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Today, I am going to be talking about some more Ayurveda yoga topics, encouraging you to perhaps question some of the daily routines, the habits, maybe even some of the actions, some of what the other people in your life do, and start to look at it from an elemental perspective. So a quick shout out to all the veterans out there, so in honor of... um, Veterans' Day, I wanted to just kind of, oh, give a little shout out to those vets in my immediate family. so my my late uncle Jack and my uncle Bill, they were in the Army back in the Vietnam War, along with my dad's first cousin, um Jim, and all three of them. We're at um, Vietnam. A shout out also to my brother, who served as a Marine reservist during the Gulf War, and to my nephews, who currently, even though they're in high school, one has been serving as a young Marine now for, oh, the last several years, and my other nephew is in the Navy ROTC. Um, On my husband's side, I'd like to just honor my late father-in-law, Bernard. So he served in World War II as an army uh, radio operator. And my dad, you know, I look at perhaps what my dad may have went through at that time. He was actually not qualified. So he mentioned when we would grow up that, you know, he had flat Feet and flat feet was something that actually disqualified you. So if he was born 1930, this was something that um, definitely kept him out, as well as a heart condition. So when he was growing up, he had rheumatic fever that definitely um, took a toll on his heart and even, you know, stopped him from playing his beloved basketball at one point. Okay. So a little shout out to all those vets, perhaps in your life too. Thank you to everybody who uh, just does you know, what they can from an Ayurveda perspective. When we talk about those that typically have that inclination, that fiery spirit, that warrior mentality, you can see that that is most closely associated with the fire element of the five, of the space, air fire water and earth. So it's it's not unlikely that the fire element natured people, you know they're they're going to naturally um, be inclined towards some of those activities that perhaps that water person who's a bit more um, softer, who's a bit more of um, a peacemaker, who's more into kindness, And they, you know, for instance, oftentimes you'll find them in the healthcare world, usually as nurses, okay, or as um, support personnel, okay? So I wanted to also mention that when we look at some of the conditions going on with the veterans when they come back, uh, you know, I recall in an Jyotish. So that's the the Vedic astrology component. And I recall in a workshop with a Vedic astrologer even mentioning that oftentimes, you know, parents know, you know, for instance, oh, my child will definitely make um, a great nurse. Oh, they have a knack for debate. Perhaps they need to go, you know, become a lawyer. Um, they love to help people, you know. And this system just provides a bit more um, guidance on some of the subtle levels. So the birth chart, for instance, you know, absolutely. If if you went to a Vedic astrologer, remember I had Veda Dave on a couple weeks back for instance, or, you know, check out, check out a Vedic astrologer in your area. And there's even some online applications where you could enter in your birth date, the time, and the location. And the software programs calculate the latitude, the longitude, whether you had daylight savings time, what have you. And, you know, in, in it, it will print out or it'll spit out, you know all the different calculations but the interpretation that's that's the gold that's where it really and truly helps to have somebody with some of that wisdom to kind of just offer their their um expertise okay so looking at that from the vedic astrology perspective you know there are those in india for instance you know they know when they have these birth charts done it's it's something that i wasn't raised with in in the catholic um faith but the many hindus in india this is something that you know they absolutely get to help guide that child throughout his or her life um and when i learn more about it it's i'm fascinated give me another 10 years before i i really feel like i um can can actually have enough information to um say that um oh you know, even just have some kind of qualifications because it it is what I consider to be mind-blowing. But when you look at these charts, these charts can give some indication as to, you know, what your child would be better off going into the arts, perhaps even in the dancing, the music, um, versus going into the sciences. Because you can see at that exact moment of that that child's birth there was a particular pattern in the cosmos and unlike the horoscopes that you you know grew up with reading in the papers reading in magazines where you know you're expected to um read just one little blurb and and have it um apply to absolutely everybody with that zodiac sign so no that is that's just um Honestly, what what I would say is is almost um, that's the quackery in that we're we're giving such a small amount of information from a complete vast um, depth of knowledge. Okay, the vatas, by the way, so the vatas with the air and the space element, in general. The Vata-natured people are going to be the ones who are going to be more predisposed to any form of PTSD because they are more etheric. They absolutely tap into some of the subtle realms. Their nervous system can be heightened. So they can oftentimes hear things. The pittas have excellent sight and the pitta organ is the eyes, but nonetheless, the vatas uh, pick up more on, I would say, that frequency, the vibe in the room, and their ears are oftentimes super sensitive, and they will hear perhaps even the HVAC more than some of the other natures. Okay, so it's the vatas. So if you've got the vatas in your life, in general, the vatas are going to be the ones that will have a bit more nervousness, a bit more anxiety. They may be more prone to procrastination, um, self-doubt. So the vatas certainly need that encouragement. And again, usually we have more than one of the elements that's um a bit stronger. So it's usually a combination of our elements that you know helps us determine our particular blueprint. So the pittas, remember, pittas are the fiery ones. They're naturally going to, you know, have expressed that nature since they were a child, you know, and, and who knows, maybe as they go through puberty, if, if their lifestyle was more kafa, where they didn't have the opportunity and the kaffas are generally considered to be the ones who are more um, prone to be a couch potato. So they're the ones that are going to love to sit and read and they can read all day, all night, especially with, you know, warm, comfy blankets and pillows, oh, surrounded by that warmth, perhaps even a cozy fire. So are you noticing any of these tendencies in yourself? Maybe in your partner, in your children? Okay, Um, a bit of mention Oftentimes when we teach yoga, there's considered this term sattva. Sattva means balance. And we look at um like a pendulum where it sways from the right to the left. And when you're balanced, it's considered to be sattvic. And in the yogic world, we look at the ideal yogic diet being one that's mainly you know, fresh food full of prana, that vital life force energy, nuts, beans, um, your vegetables, okay, looking at more of your fresh food, not your processed, not your stale um, prepared foods. And then when you swing to one end of that pendulum, we naturally will move out of balance, sometimes, or I should say, for many of us, not not those that have kind of mastered that that sattvic lifestyle. And again, it may be a part of their nature. But when we sway towards the rajasic side, this rajasic rajas r a j a s this rajasic side is more about the activity, about the excitement, and The example, even in Ayurveda school, is that the only time we really would not benefit from a Sattvic diet is when we are going off to war. So if we were, if we happen to be in a position where we needed to basically be at our sharpest, we needed to be um, at our quickest, we needed to be agile, We needed to be mobile. We needed to be able to think on our feet. We need to be able to switch directions, um, that resiliency. I remember being taught about you almost want to look more toward that rajasic diet where you think of the fiery foods, think of the spicy foods, the stimulating foods, even you know, the the greasy foods. And to give you the other example, we have Thanksgiving coming up next week. And that is often referred to as what we call the tamasic Thomas T-A-M-A-S. This is the heavy energy. This is the lethargic energy that slows you down, that makes it that makes your mind dull. Um, think of you know that classic Thanksgiving meal with turkey, the mashed potatoes, gravy. Maybe if it's it's even sweet potatoes, but the casseroles, the the pumpkin pie, all of these foods typically, you know, make you oh, just feeling a little heavier, feeling full, and and I doubt that most of you eat a thanksgiving meal every day and and those of you that do you know perhaps you know use that as an opportunity to question whether that's pushing you more toward that tamasic side of the scale so we're not all running off to <clears throat> thank goodness you know have to defend our country <clears throat> but you may find yourself just having to you know be the one to defend your ideals your principles um if if you're <laughs> like me in this day and age where you're trying to take the lead and be the one to inspire more people in your life to eat healthier so that you can surround yourself with healthier options Um, you know, where you don't have to go to events and, and, and what have you, where you're eating maybe because of habit. Maybe you're eating because, oh, you just really and truly want to taste. Maybe it's a family favorite. So before we move to our first commercial break here, I just want you to question those veterans in your life. Anybody that certainly has had any issues upon returning home, maybe adjusting, do they have some of that vata? Do they have some of that air element where they may not have the routines in life? They may be a little bit more ungrounded. All right, so Ayurveda can absolutely help at any stage, at least bring people you know, to what we call or help us come back to our ideal constitution. And that ideal constitution was was more of our nature when we were young and when we had More of the freedom, you know, to choose when it was we ate, what it was we wanted to eat. But as we move through school, as we move through our job, sometimes we're forced to eat at certain times, we're forced to eat certain things. So just question perhaps, maybe those in your life, pittas are generally well adjusted. um, And kafas, too. Kafas are the ones that. Because they're more solid, they have more stability, they usually even have bigger bones, they're more solid, they're they're not going to be as frazzled as those vatas. So a little bit more about our vata, pitta, kapha, all the five elements, the three doshas, all things yoga, Ayurveda, meditation, when we return. So stay tuned, we'll be right back.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th. At 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit healthyspirals.com to register. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hara Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season.
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with me, your host Marianne Beckman Berman. I wanted to give you an update on my improving daily routines. So I've really been focusing on drinking warm water in the morning, not just my cup of tea once I'm ready, you know, to 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 leave, and um, but just plain water that's not boiled all the way because I find that, um, honestly, it's just too hot. And I would, I would probably need an extra 15 minutes to, um, sip that, (laughs) but this, this cup of warm water, honestly, it, it, I highly recommend everybody try this, even if it's just for a week. And my husband has been wonderful too, where I think he's even incur, you know, he's, um, noticed the improvement in his own bowel movement too. Okay. So, um, it, it's really and truly shocking when you think you've got such beautiful, um, bowel movements as it is, and then you add another routine to just help cleanse. Um, and it is incredible because I, I feel so much more hydrated and I will say that having that extra I'm probably finding myself having a minimum of 2 cups now before I leave in the morning and then I'm trying to have another cup of just plain water with not even the herbs or any kind of um you know tea in there at all and and I'm finding that my nighttime having to wake up and urinate has also lessened. And that is great because I started to find myself having to wake up two times. All right. And um, that definitely is disturbing my sleep. Um, sleep is so important for health. It's it's vital that we get sleep. Um, I've actually been been experimenting this, these past few days. Um, and I'm going to attribute here. So I've been so tired, honestly, uh, a lesson learned in trying to, to take on a project, even like this voice America show during the fall season. So I know that the fall season is when I Typically, get out of balance. The majority of people will because of this Vata season, this wind. Look at what's happening to the trees. Everything is being shaken up right now. And it can be a much more challenging time if you've got the Vata and you're honestly not balanced. You know, life. Life to me is, um, boy, that's my goal. That's my goal to just strive for as much balance as I can. But every day can shift you, you know, every event, every encounter you have, all the different seasons, you know, this this play from winter one week to to, you know, another season the next. So licorice, if I didn't mention my licorice root tea and i decided oh goodness i've been so tired trying to stop my caffeine to get off this hamster wheel to basically just get my adrenals stronger licorice root is very um it's a very powerful herb and in reading my herbal formula, my my little Ayurvedic medicine, the principles of traditional practice by Sebastian Pohl. It talks about how helpful licorice can be on a nervous exhaustion. It's a strong adrenal tonic, giving enduring energy. It's what we call a rasayana. So it helps um, kind of like nourish the shukradatu in the whole reproductive system. It's used to tonify our maja datu. Maja, this is considered to be the nervous system, the bone marrow. And it's excellent for an exhausted and hyperactive vata, pitta, in conditions as, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome. So the sattvic nature of licorice calms the mind. All right, and... I found myself having licorice tea every day. Today is Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, and today I did not. Um, I was also having it last week. Okay, but you need to be careful. So please, as I mentioned this licorice root, I'm willing to use myself as a guinea pig so I can learn more about these herbs and how they react to me in the different seasons and whatever I've got going on, um, but it's always going to be on an individual um, basis. But licorice, this is where you do need to be careful because it is contraindicated. If you've got high kafa it's, it's not um, recommended during pregnancy, during breastfeeding. If you've got liver disorders, hypertension, congestive heart failure, edema. So you do need to be careful and I don't have any of those things but this the action in licorice it basically is it is a phytosteroid so it it does have that action and holy cow you would have thought I was on some kind of um steroid and it's it's rare that I've ever felt it's rare that I have that um thought and and just this inability to sleep. So it it made me, you know, research more about insomnia because I swear, I swear I did not get but an hour's worth of sleep the last 2 days. I don't feel as if I'm in a manic mode, all right, but it's this licorice. This licorice certainly did something. And so that's where I'm just cautioning you (laughs) that we can read something, you know, we can have an intention to, um, address one, one part of the body. And then we find, oh my goodness, you know, it can certainly work against us on another level. And, um, no, I don't want to jeopardize my sleep. But if I go back to my Ayurvedic textbook, You know, we were taught that the sleep disorders are conditions in which the person's sleep patterns, it's disturbed. So perhaps you have a hard time falling asleep, maybe staying asleep. Maybe you sleep too much. Maybe you sleep at inappropriate times. Normal sleep is understood to vary from four to 10 hours per day. So boy, oh boy, I've never been at that low end of four my whole life, I've always needed and appreciated more sleep because the the quality of my sleep is not what I would consider to be restful upon waking. Um, but as the years have gone by, I definitely um, can can say that eight hours, eight hours is is definitely good. All right, um, but insomnia is a condition of interrupted sleep or difficulty falling asleep. So with our insomnia, we in Ayurveda classify most sleep disorders as primarily Vata disturbances. Sleep is considered to be one of the three pillars of life. And insomnia or any disorder with the sleep on a more serious level, right? Narcolepsy, um, okay, hypersomnia, sleep apnea. Right, they're all major sleep disorders. But usually, what's what's at the root of the sleep disor- disorder is vata, and it can be either that vata or the pitta. So the vata, the air and space element when that is disturbed, it creates restlessness, light, easily disturbed sleep that is usually um, accompanied with the worry and the anxiety. And you'll notice that your thoughts are um, along those lines of more anxious and worry about that particular situation. And the pitta, the fire and water element, when you've got a pitch of sleep disturbance, that's usually due to excessive um, focus on trying to solve a problem. So it has to do with that fire in the mind, and it can also be hot weather. If your room is too hot, if if the temperature is hot and humid, humid, um, you'll know because you're usually heated, and you'll feel the heat. All right. So even that Pitta, the Pitta imbalance, again, it's still, everything has to do with coming back to balance. And with Ayurveda, the main things that we can do to maintain balance has to do with our daily routines. What time do you wake and sleep? And then from there, if you can wake and sleep roughly the same times every day, you're more likely to eat, the bodily functions are going to kick in and you're going to hopefully eliminate more regularly. You'll find yourself becoming thirsty, hungry, and even your activity levels, mindful of when you're doing the majority of your activity so that, you know, be careful. Um, I did teach a yoga class last night, and I was actually mindful in that I didn't even do standing poses, okay? So it was from 7.30 to 8.30 in the evening, and knowing that I'm not necessarily grounded, even incorporating more of those grounding poses into the practice can go a long way. Um, this is where I find yoga to absolutely be um, instrumental in in helping me tap into that meditative mind. So even though I, I honestly feel as if I got very little sleep, I was able to put myself in a state of mind where I wasn't focusing. <laughs> and anytime, anytime, you know, the, the images of the people I work with, the students, um, these children at the school, my family members, it's always fascinating, you know, who pops into my field of thought, my vision at that particular time when I'm struggling, you know, and there are times where I will Focus and I will, you know, try to get a little bit more information, um, into it perhaps what might be going on. Because again, out of all the millions of images, um, the experiences that you've had throughout your entire life, it's always truly a divine synchronistic moment when you can make that link to know, hmm, why am I thinking of this person? <laughs> Um, someday, uh, I, I want to even have a club, and I guess we've got the technology now, you know, to even share. Perhaps if I wake up at three in the morning, thinking of someone, you know, even to have asked that person, "Hey, did did you possibly remember me in your dream?" <laughs> I've I've actually had those conversations with people, but what I find is it's a lot of work for all of us to remember our dreams and then to to remember what's going on throughout the entire night and you know remember if anything when it comes to our dreams they're they're mainly for us so there's some important messages for us um a little bit more about this vata type insomnia so be careful if you're having a lot of cold dry food light foods you know light snacking where you're not eating these heavy meals when you're going to bed late when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and be mindful if your insomnia you know is related to perhaps um taking stimulants such as coffee even dark chocolate you know any any kind of chocolate Okay. And so when you notice that you've got all that excess motion in the mind and the nervous system, strive strive for the regularity. And if you need to, you know, reach for some oatmeal, I I treated myself to some baked oatmeal this past weekend and Although it's not recommended to you know eat leftovers or put food in the freezer to use the microwave, I I will admit that you know to be cost effective, I did um, freeze a little bit, and um, you know I will have it again in a toaster oven. I will heat it up. Okay, so be be mindful of the prana, the life force energy in your food. If it's fresh, if you're tending to, you know, reheat things, um, so definitely, if I'm experiencing insomnia, that is nothing I would um, even think about pulling out of the freezer to uh, to look at, you know, perhaps when I've um, got a couple of well-rested nights under my belt. Okay, so, and one of the most important things that you can do with insomnia is Even though you may be tired, try to wake up at the same time. And that should be dictated by the sunrise, perhaps more so than even your um, job. I mean, if you can, you know, give, give yourself that treat, wake up in the wee hours. But if you can, you know, wake up and just do your best to stay active throughout the day. Because even though you may be tired, you know, for a day or two, the body rhythm will begin to return to normal and it'll be easier for you to get to bed. So um, it's something that I'm going to definitely take um, into heart as much as I, you know, want to take a nap sometimes in the afternoon, now waking up earlier, um, definitely a no-no with, with um, insomnia. Okay, and, you know, there's other tools I'm going to use, and I'll talk more when we come back from our next commercial break, but that's one of the routines that I would like to do more of is um, a head massage. So before I go to bed, um, seeing how this head massage will, will help my sleep. So when we come back, we'll have more Ayurveda tips. Stay tuned.
0: Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hara Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit healthyspirals.com to register.
1: your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791 now, back to the show.
1: Oh, welcome back. Talking about insomnia. For those of you who have experienced insomnia, I'm wanting you to perhaps question whether it is Pitta or Vata. Is it because of your excess heat or is it because of all of your excess movement? So before I would even consider even taking um, an herbal formula to, to go to sleep, there's so many things that I know I can do. So when you've got the vata type of excitement, you know, the excitement in general can keep you up at night. So it's definitely important to be calm. And this is where the oil massage can can come in handy. Um, I've actually been trained in the Panchakarma technique of Sharadara. Sharadara is where you pour warm oil on your forehead, on your third eye, and it's about a twenty-minute routine, moving in a particular pattern. Very, very calming for the mind. You, you. Literally forget that you even have um, any any thoughts. You you feel just so amazing afterwards. And that oil treatment on your forehead, it is recommended to do it in conjunction with what we call an abiyanga. Abiyanga is translates into loving hands. And that would be the oil application with a constitutionally appropriate oil, perhaps sesame oil, maybe even olive or an herbalized formula that is, again, put on the body in a particular pattern. So oiling, oil massages, these are excellent. And this is where I'm going to now work on to improve in my daily routine, adding at least, you know, once a week, I mean, more if, if, if I can, but I would like to strive to add and incorporate um, a head massage. And yes, it would be lovely to go and have these massages, you know, performed by, by someone else, you know, but it's not always um, financially possible. And just getting in the habit of doing these self care routines, you know, goes a long way. At um, no one knows, no one knows my body like me. So by massaging your body, your head, your feet, wherever it happens to be, this is one of the um, tools that you can use to just. Be aware, be aware of what's going on. And if you happen to put, you know, some pressure as you massage your foot one day, you may notice, hey, what's going on here? Okay. So, oiling um, is very, very beneficial. And warm milk. So, I forgot about that one, you know, but taking some warm milk, whether it's, you know, dairy free alternative and you can heat it. So the Ayurvedic textbook that I have here in front of me mentions that when milk is heated to the boiling point and allowed to cool, it becomes more effective. And in addition to, you know, you may have some um, sedating and tonifying herbs, even teas that that you like, um, but even a little bit of nutmeg can also be um, added to the milk. And how about I? I love how the textbooks recommend meditation and yoga performed once or twice per day. Oh boy, once a day, you know. If 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 we can get in the habit of moving every day, that's ideal. Um, even twice per day. Oh boy, huh? So I try. I'm I'm focusing more on incorporating um, one minute routines throughout my day. So that's, that's been one of my goals is that, hey, when I'm at the school, can I just, you know, quickly bend to the side, bend to the other side, do some twists, um, get my heart rate going for at least a minute. And oftentimes that one minute might even turn into three minutes. Um, But I, but I just want to see how that goes. um, And even just, training myself to be more mindful of even my breath. So I strive now if if I'm at the school for a couple hours in the morning, it's wild to think that I can be there for a couple hours and I did not consciously take a deep breath or having celebrated Ayurveda week just um last week with the national ayurvedic medical association community um the one instructor who talked about the pranayama really emphasized rather than just inhaling and exhaling more of um the prana in the apana that union and those are some ayurvedic terms that that you'll hear um along with the hatha, hot meaning Sun, Ta, Moon, and this is this is some of the deeper dimensions of yoga. But this is that union of the sun and the moon, the drawing in energy and the down and out energy. That union in the body. Okay, so I know I may be rambling there. Um, Thank you for listening. And (laughs) hey, whether you're practicing meditation and yoga once a week. Once or twice a day, um, just just be 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 mindful, you know, because of whatever your activity is. Even if you're just stretching, if you're um, walking, okay, and be mindful if you're doing excessive pranayama or these deep breathing exercises, especially in the evening. Um, I know that after going to a retreat. A couple years in a row, doing some deep breathing work where we really focused on an active inhalation and a more um, passive exhalation. After doing that breath work two years in a row, I I found myself having major insomnia. So that is that was a lesson in that boy. That is a breathing technique. That is so profound to do in the morning because that alone, by focusing on the inhalation, gives so much energy throughout the day. Okay. Um, I know the weather is changing in some parts of the world, but if you can, you know, get outside when you've got insomnia, make sure that you are working in the dirt. um, If you're able to ground, if you're able to actually take your socks and shoes off and, you know, walk through the grass, the leaves, through the soil, maybe you're lucky enough to, to be able to walk on some warm sand or even put your feet in the water. Oh, boy. Okay, so um, chanting, for those of you who are familiar with the seed mantra, the bija mantra for the root chakra, lum. L A M, oftentimes pronounced, you know, like L U M, Lum, Lum, and just simply chanting Lum, Lum, Lum a couple of times, focusing on your tailbone, focusing on your legs, on your feet, even focusing on the earth. Focusing on that red color. Okay. Um, those are some tools if you can, you know, remember when you're in those moments. Okay. The pizza insomnia. Let me talk about that pizza insomnia. That is probably the one that I would notice more often in the past if the room was hot. Okay, so be mindful if you find yourself waking at night because that's usually the pizza imbalance. And then first of all, review what you ate. And if you notice that this was brought on because of the consumption of the hot, spicy foods, maybe you had an overly intense day. All right, then you know, just take take note and if you're working super late into the evening as well, if you find yourself um, lying awake at night, thinking about work, setting goals, planning, trying to solve these work-related problems, you know, it's recommended to make sure that before you go to bed, get your journal out, get get that pad of paper, and and just start, you know, writing down some of those thoughts so that you can release you know any of that um, obsessive thinking okay and if you need to be mindful of the material that you're sleeping with, even maybe just a sheet be mindful that you're not overheated you know the fan, With that air, it's very vata vitiating. I know oftentimes I too sleep with that fan. Um, We'll have to talk about that another week. All right. But that is considered a big no no. And especially as we age. All right. So, if anything, I just want all of you to use these tips, these tools to just find greater health greater happiness, more ease, and better sleep. So thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Namaste.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week... Namaste.